You are listening to the Change Your Love Life Forever podcast with Melanie Josephine, episode number 20. Did you know that you have the power to change your love life forever? My name is Melanie Josephine. I'm a certified life coach and award-winning author. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast today about communication. I thought about like, how do I name this? Do I say communication in relationships? How do you communicate? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, we're just going to name this communication dot. <laughs> That's it. Nothing else. So it's interesting. I often get questioned about communication. Often people or couples or singles tell me they struggle with communication and that's so interesting and just shows you that we are all so alike like in the past I used to think that I'm one of the only people struggling with communication which is we always think that don't we it's so silly we're never the only person and we're never like I think there's so many people struggling with communication and that's why I wanted to talk to you about this today and I think that I have done a live stream on this in the past which was a really really good one if I remember correctly if that's the case I'm pretty sure it's the case I'm going to link that one below as well if you want to dive deeper and you want to watch that as well as listening to this podcast um, but today I just wanted to let the energy flow and tell you what I have learned about communication in the past and just share that with you. So one thing that recently came to me that I want to show, share with you first is that when we think of communication, I think we often think about two people communicating well, but I think communication actually starts with us, within ourselves, and how we communicate with ourselves. I know that sounds strange maybe, but sometimes when I journal and I look at what I've written or how I feel after I finish journaling, I realize that when we don't sit down with a piece of paper and open up like this, that it's almost like all these thoughts are stuck and we don't really want to look at them, especially if they're negative or if it's something that we're struggling with that we just want to push under the carpet. We don't really want to deal with it. That's why I don't know if I've heard this anywhere before, but I just recently had this idea. Communication actually starts with us too. It's not just us communicating to somebody else, but also us having awareness about who we are and um, how, like where we are, how we feel, what we need. Really asking ourselves, like, for example, um, this is a good example, actually. When I don't feel good, I never used to do this in the past, but now I ask myself, what what's going on what's wrong what can I do for you almost as if somebody else is asking me and 
I find that very liberating, very empowering and very helpful because if I don't ask myself, and this is where you can see that questions are very powerful, then I just continue to feel the way I feel and continue to feel stuck. And also sometimes I kind of have to force myself a little bit to sit down with that piece of paper and just journal and just get it out because every single time I do that, in that moment, it doesn't feel good, but after, it always feels good. That's at least my experience. I can totally recommend that. But obviously, I do want to speak <laughs> on communicating with other people too, and particularly your partner or your future partner. And one thing that I've actually mentioned in the previous episode, but I think is important, is to take into consideration their emotions and their previous experiences, their past, because depending on what they've been through and where they're now, that has an influence on how you communicate with them, when you communicate with them. And the more you get to know your partner, the more you also figure out how do they communicate with you, when do they take a step back or when do they need time to themselves when do they talk when do they get quiet or maybe even shut down you can um yeah you can observe and notice a lot of things the longer you're dating somebody so that's a really beautiful thing but one thing i want to share about communication is that you can, and I think I said that actually in the live stream, um, that you can prepare for that, especially if it's something that is a bit sensitive or that you struggle with sharing, but you think this is worth sharing. By the way, you don't have to share everything. I know that some people seem to think that this is necessary, but this is your life. And you can ask yourself what you feel what you feel is necessary to share or what you feel is right to share for you because there is not really a right or wrong. We honestly just make it all up. So you have to find out what is the right amount to share for you. And but let's say you have something. You have something you want to share with your partner but you don't know how or you're scared like all these emotions come up or maybe you have a lot of things things have piled up because you haven't talked to your partner <laughs> this happens yes this happens if you have a lot of things what I would suggest is to write them all down and really think about from this list what is really important to me what do I need to talk to my partner about and make it not more than three because let's say you have 10 things on your list or you have 20 things on your list and then one day you're like okay that's it now it all has to come out that's not a good way first of all yes it's better to just approach things as they come one at a time but if the list has piled up because you haven't done that then it's important to not overwhelm your partner because he or she is just going to feel like, oh my goodness, 
my partner doesn't like anything about me or they have hidden this list from me up until this time why haven't they spoken to me and and they may not know I mean maybe they do maybe they've known you for ages and but maybe they don't and being confronted with things like this like with a heavy list can feel really overpowering can feel really negative and disappointing and saddening and you don't want that so boil down the list to three and if you think that you actually need to um, talk to your partner about everything on your list then you have to just take it piece by piece like maybe once a week you approach your partner with three things but I think I've spoke about this in the previous episode and if you haven't listened to it I would definitely recommend you listen to it um, that if you have so many things on that list there may also be an issue on where you're focusing. Um, do you have that many things on your list because you keep focusing on everything that's negative about your partner or the flaws your partner has? Practice focusing on what's positive about your partner. Like Also write a list of what are you grateful for in your partner? What do you like about your partner? Remind yourself of that. Don't only look at the list of negativity. But when you do talk to your partner and you bring those three things to the table, make sure that you watch your language. And maybe you want to even practice this on your own or with a friend. Um, but really carefully think about how you want to say things so that you don't come across offensive or confronting. Because the last thing you want to do is hurt your partner um, and so how can you do this when you think about how you want to say something maybe think about how you would want to be approached how would you want to be talked to and um, maybe you've ha you've heard about this before people usually suggest to say things from an I feel sort of standpoint like when you do such and such I feel like such and such I I don't know if I always agree with that, um, but certainly that's better than um, saying like this. I don't like this and this and this because that can just sound very confronting, or um, you always do this, or you never like try not to use the word always or never because first of all. It's probably not true. It's probably not a fact when you think about it in more detail. It's probably not a fact that they never or that they always. But when we get heated up, we often tend to think in that sort of way. We're like, when we get like really annoyed, we're like, oh my gosh, why is he always doing this and this and this? <laughs> I know exactly where you're coming from. But when you approach this conversation you want to approach it from the most calm standpoint um and um you might also want to do a meditation or a visualization before you do what before you talk to your partner just to calm yourself down just to talk to them from a really really calm standpoint and to bring like just to bring like a really good energy to the table. I know sometimes when 
the list is really kind of filled with negative energy. How can you bring positive energy to the table? But it's a universal law that the the energy that we bring is the energy that will be returned. So if you want your partner to be able to fully listen to you and really respond in a positive, calm way, then you need to bring that energy to the table. That's why you need to choose very carefully when you do this and possibly not in the heat of the moment. So that's a recommendation. But also I think... Um, communication just takes practice and time and when you get better at it it'll just come more naturally and easy just like anything like let's say you want to go running and you've never been running like the first time you go running it's just going to be awful and you don't want to do it again but as you continue to do it it gets easier and it actually is the same with communication and I'm speaking from experience because I had to practice a lot, a lot. And I had to overcome myself and had to stop procrastinating. And it's been a long, long process, I tell you. And when I say practice communication, don't only practice communication with your partner. Practice communication everywhere in your life. And by that, I don't mean share all your secrets with everyone in your life or share uh, be vulnerable with everyone in your life? No. Always ask yourself, what do I want to share in this moment? But don't hide away from the conversations that you actually do want to have because we sometimes do that because we don't want to feel a certain emotion. We do things because of our emotions. We always want to feel good because, yeah, feeling good feels good, but also the other issue is that most of us have been taught like, don't cry, don't like just get over it. And the truth is we have a range of emotions and they all want to be felt. And if we just push them away, they just come back and they get bigger. When we allow them, then they fade. And um, with communication, when I started practicing communication, I just started with with friends, with family members, just opening up one step at a time or even, I don't know, even returning an item at the shop or like anything that seems to be a bit of an issue for you where you have to leave your comfort zone. You need to just practice, 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 practice. And that's how you will get better. And then when you're really good at it, that's when you don't have to sit down and think about your words for hours and hours anymore. Okay, maybe not hours and hours, but you know what I mean. Then then um, you may have brought yourself to a place, to an energy where you can maybe even sometimes approach things from a um, very light-hearted sort of way. Um, I'm sure you've seen a couple in your surroundings or maybe even on TV, like when their partner does something that they don't like, they approach it from a, like a really funny, lighthearted way and they're like, ah, oh, come on, babe, why are you doing this? And if you can get to that point, 
life is just gonna become so much more fun so much more lighthearted, just like the word suggests and things are just going to get so much easier and your list um also as you practice to focus on the good rather than the bad the list is just going to shrink and shrink and shrink and then only few things are going to be left that you still need to talk about that you still need to bring to the table or remind your partner But also really start to accept your partner as they are. Some flaws are just going to stay. And, you know, we sometimes lie to ourselves when we say to ourselves that we just have to live with something in a certain way because it's not true, because it's, it's your choice to be with your partner. And I'm not saying leave your partner. That's not what I'm saying at all. But... It's a choice and when you remind yourself that it's a choice and actually even a privilege to have a partner, to be in a loving relationship, that maybe maybe you can just see past a few things. Like, obviously it depends what it is, and um, but that's why it's all a process. Communication, relationships... It's all a work in process and it's always going to be that. And if you talk to couples who have been together for a long time, maybe many, many, many years, one of the pieces of advice that they give is that when you have a disagreement or an argument, sort it out quickly and don't stay in that sort of energy. Don't continue to be angry with your partner after you've sorted things out this is really a skill like this is really something one needs to practice and I'm not saying that it's always easy but this really is um, the key to long-lasting happy and healthy relationships and I think this is what we all strive for and um Yeah, there, there's always things to work out, but focus on the things that you love about your partner and tell yourself that you can get better at communicating. Don't tell yourself that you're bad at it. Tell yourself, yes, I can do it. Especially, um, I'm just sharing this from my life. Like when I have a conversation that I know I need to have and I know I'm, I'm scared, I don't really want to do it, I kind of trick my brain by saying to myself I can do it this is going to to be amazing coming out of this um, after the conversation things are going to be so much better I just talk myself in and up like yeah and yeah everything as you know everything starts with our thoughts I recently had a episode where I talked about thoughts if you haven't listened to it go listen to it because everything starts with our thoughts but yeah just remember that communication is a practice and also remember to take into consideration um, your past and your partner's past and where they are and what you know about them and figure out a way together you're a team and yes You can do it. And one th more thing I want to mention is that some couples communicate more, other couples communicate less. It doesn't really have to be a judgment on the relationship. I know some people say like, oh, you have to, you have to communicate everything. But 
the truth of the matter is that uh, relationships are very complex, very complex. And you can't just have one solution fits all. It doesn't work. Um, I've, I've looked into, I've studied relationship for many years now and com uh, relationships are complex. And don't let anybody tell you anything else because it's not true. <laughs> All right. Um, I hope this episode helped you. As always, I'm sending you lots of love from London. And until the next episode, bye-bye. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I created a one-on-one -on -one program called Change Your Love Life Forever that I want to invite you to join me in. Together, we can walk through the blocks that are keeping you from experiencing true love. We will navigate you on the path that leads you to a fulfilling love life. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the next level and 10x your chances of a relationship that actually works, then come check out Change Your Love Life Forever at melaniejosephine.com.